0: The Children Trap The Biblical Blueprint for Education This is a Reconstructionist Radio Production. Please visit garynorthcom forward slash free to download this book. Chapter 6 Salvation is by grace, not by education. So the Egyptians pursued them, the Israelites, all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and overtook them camping by the sea. Exodus chapter 14, verse 9 Even though one disaster after another struck Pharaoh, his heart was not changed. He reluctantly agreed to let God's people have their freedom after the final plague. The slaying of the firstborn came upon the Egyptians. The Israelites had barely left the land when Pharaoh sent his army to pursue them. His goal was to put them back into bondage to exercise complete control over them. The pharaoh was looked upon as God on earth by the Egyptians. Egyptian society was based on the idea of slavery. This is why the pharaohs built the pyramids. The pyramid was a symbol of the Egyptian power religion. The top of the pyramid represented the pharaoh. He was the link between heaven and earth. He was the absolute ruler over all. Beneath him, were the people he ruled by raw power. Because Pharaoh believed he was absolute, he wanted to enslave all around him. When men deny that the state is under God, they invariably teach that the state is divine. The German philosopher Hegel said, The state is God walking on earth. Modern power states consider themselves to be God. As God, power states claim sovereignty. They consider themselves lord of all. They want to be omniscient, to know all things. This is why they conduct a census to collect all kinds of information. They want to foreordain the future. This is why they establish planning commissions. They want to be omnipotent, all-powerful. This is why they try to control everything. The religion of the public schools. Quote, then Paul stood in the midst of the Areopagus and said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are very religious. End quote. Acts chapter 17 verse 22 John Dewey is considered to have had more influence on modern public school education than any other person. Dewey was a professing atheist and a socialist. Yet he stated that it is up to America's public schools to save our threatened religious heritage. That sounds strange, coming from the pen of a person who was an unbeliever. We have heard it said so often, quote, religion has been taken out of the public schools. Was Dewey wrong? Did he want religion in the schools? If so, why have his followers thrown out any traces of the Christian religion? No, Dewey's program was right on target. Dewey wanted the religion of humanism in the state schools. And that is exactly what we have in the United States today. The public schools are anti-Christian. They are not anti-religious. The original model for public schools around the world is still operating, the École Polytechnique of Paris. It was created by the successors of the French Revolution. In 1795, the last year of the guillotining of thousands of Frenchmen, the government of France centralised all secondary education, meaning all higher education. They created a series of schools, écoles, that were firmly under government control. The École Polytechnique had been set up in 1794. Under the new administration, it became the Science and Technology Institute for France. The ruling vision was that of engineering. Men were taught to view all of society as a vast machine. They were taught that social engineering is possible and that a top-down planning system could bring productivity and power to France. This is the ancient power religion of Egypt and Satan, but it was dressed up in scientific clothing. It was dressed up in the language of scientific neutrality. This school taught religion, the religion of scientific humanism. It believed in blueprints, not moral blueprints but rather scientific planning blueprints. Professor F.A. Hayek has written about the École Polytechnique in his book The Counter-Revolution of Science. He writes, quote, The whole teaching centred to a much higher degree than is still true of similar institutions around descriptive geometry or the art of blueprint making. Everyone has a religion. When Paul came to Athens, he was encountered by philosophers from the epicureans and the stoics in their view paul believed in "strange gods" unquote. paul noted the quote, "devotions" unquote, of these pagan greek philosophers he also commented on their altar with the inscription quote, "to the unknown god" end quote. he referred to them as being quote, "very religious" end quote. acts chapter 17 verse 22 What would Paul say about the public school philosophers of our day? I think he would consider them very religious too. The problem with the world today is not a lack of religion. The problem is the wrong kind of religion. People are naturally religious. They worship someone or something. They have a faith. Public schools are not devoid of religion. They are very religious. They are based on a false religion. That religion is secular humanism. It is the worship of man. A study of John Dewey will reveal that democracy was his religion. Democracy is, quote, rule by the people, end quote. This is a form of humanism. Dewey wanted the public schools to believe in that which is common to men and society. Anything that brings differences is to be eliminated. Christianity has to go because it brings division. Secular humanism results in a least common denominator religion. It leads to a levelling of man. The levelling is accomplished by constantly lowering standards, whether they are religious, moral, or academic. Christian philosopher Cornelius van Til has called this, quote, integration downward into the void. There is plenty of evidence to show that public schools are religious that public schools are religious. R.J. Rashtuni, in his scholarly study, The Messianic Character of American Education, 1963, traces educational philosophy from Horace Mann down to the present. As Rushtuni notes, the various gurus of American public education constantly use religious terminology in describing their goals. They speak of saving man. State teacher training schools are even called, the coming of the Lord. End quote. Evolution has replaced creation as the explanation for the origin of life on earth. The state, as the most powerful human institution, becomes the evolving god of the public schools. Schools are financed by the humanistic, quote, neutral, unquote, state. They therefore serve the needs of the state. Children are taught to serve the state. The state is to plan and control the future. The state becomes the final authority and source of law. As Rostouni says, whatever the source of law is in a society, that is its God. Secular humanism has become the new established religion in the United States and the public schools have become the established church. Tax money is used to support this established church. The teachers have become the priests and priestesses of this new church. Even the black robes Associated with the priests and judges, have been appropriated by the schools to symbolise their claims, even though they are worn only on graduation day or at special occasions. The Myth of Neutrality A common belief is that public schools are neutral when it comes to religion. This is the reason given by many Christians for sending their children to such schools. Neutrality is a myth. Jesus said that we are either for Him or against him we cannot serve god and mammon there is no middle ground or neutral zone no area of life is outside god's interest or control to believe in neutrality is to believe that god is confined to only part of the universe his specially revealed law rules in this limited area but everywhere else a common law is in control a law that everyone in principle can understand or at least highly educated people priests, can understand and then tell the rest of us. In other words, the world is sort of like a giant machine, with its laws enforced impersonally by nature, shades of the école polytechnique. The Christian cannot accept this viewpoint. The notion that science, mathematics, reading, or any other area can be separated from God is fallacious. When humanism is consistently applied in the schools, it will necessarily have certain ill effects. When Christianity is consistently applied, it will necessarily have beneficial effects. The humanist view looks upon man as the object of worship. This is why it is called humanism. Whatever the humanist calls his God is of no importance. Humanism is the worship of man. The humanist God will only be a projection of man in one form or another. There is no place in the humanist religion for the true and living God who reveals himself to man, both in the natural world and also in the written word, the Bible. The humanist regards the Bible as just another book. This is why the humanist schools would study the Bible as literature, but nothing more. Children might be allowed to study about Christianity, but never must they pray to God or worship him in any way at school. This is directly contrary to humanist doctrine. The humanists believe the earth originated by chance. God has no place in the world and does not control the world. Man is in control. The humanist believes man originated by chance in a process of blind evolution. Man has animal origins, according to this thinking. There is no place for sin in the humanist scheme of things. There are no moral absolutes. Morals are relative. Right or wrong may be decided by majority vote, government edict, or what an individual may feel is, quote, right for him, end quote, at the time. When the Commonwealth, state of Kentucky, passed legislation allowing the Ten Commandments to be posted in public school classrooms, the humanists were quick to take the case to the Supreme Court of the United States. The humanists won. There is no place for biblical morality in the humanist system. Any similarity between biblical morality and humanist morality is purely coincidental. Religion affects morality. The basis of Christian morality is the Bible. The Bible was given by God. God tells us in his word what sin is. He tells us what is right and what is wrong. The Christian religion determines the moral standards Christian is to follow. The humanistic religion has a different standard of morality. For example, the humanist believes man is an animal. The humanist denies the historicity of Adam and Eve. There was no historical fall into sin. Man is not born with a sinful nature. As a result of this humanist belief, the humanist considers man's problems to be his environment. Man becomes only an animal to be conditioned and controlled by his environment. So, the humanist works to change man's environment by legislation. The humanist tries to create a paradise on earth by using the state to change man. He believes in social engineering. This is why control of the schools is so dear to the heart of the humanist. Public schools today speak of the teachers as, quote, change agents, end quote. The schools talk a lot about, quote, values clarification, end quote. These are just fancy words to disguise the plans of the government schools to root out what Christian ideas are left in the students. Humanist education legally rests on the idea of neutrality. They need this myth to justify compulsory education. Yet, they teach moral relativism, an affront to Christian parents. Thus, they need the myth of neutrality. Yet, they openly teach the religion of moral relativism. The schools are schizophrenic. Humanism's War on Christian Schools Over a century ago, a dedicated humanist scholar named Lester Frank Ward outlined the foundation of modern public school education. He was an evolutionist, a sociologist, and chief paleontologist, a student of fossils for the U.S. Geographical Survey. He earned academic degrees in medicine, law, and the arts. He was a statistician and worked in the U.S. Treasury Department. He later was elected the first president of the American Sociological Association. He was a great believer in state education. He spelled out in clear detail what he expected public school teachers to do, whatever the state commands. Here is what he wrote in Volume 2 of his book, Dynamic Sociology, 1883. The secret of the superiority of state over private education lies in the fact that in the former, the teacher is responsible solely to society. As in private, so also in public education. The calling of the teacher is a profession, and his personal success must depend upon his success in accomplishing the result which his employers desire accomplished. But the result desired by the state is a wholly different one from that desired by parents, guardians, and pupils. Of the latter, he is happily independent. This independence renders him practically free. His own ideas of method naturally harmonise more or less completely with those of the state. Pages 589 and 590. Lastly, public education is immeasurably better for society. It is so because it really accomplishes the object of education, which private education does not. What society most needs is the distribution of the knowledge in its possession. This is a work Which cannot be trusted to individuals, it can neither be left to the discretion of children, of parents, nor of teachers. It is not for any of these to say what knowledge is most useful to society. No tribunal, short of that which society, in its sovereign capacity, shall appoint, is competent to decide this question. To the teacher, duly trained for his work, may be left certain questions of method, especially of detail, but even the method, must be in its main features unified with a view to the greatest economy of application this must necessarily also be the duty of the supreme authority End quote page 591 and just what is this quote supreme authority End quote the state society exists only where there is civil government and legislation quote only where actual legislation is conducted can there be said to exist a complete social organism? Wherever any such complete social organism exists, it is possible to conceive of true scientific legislation. End quote. Page 397. It is not surprising to learn that Ward hated Christianity. He actually said that all religious leaders who have claimed divine inspiration, quote, must be referred not only to a pathological, but also to an actually deranged condition of their minds, end quote, volume 1, page 12. And he promised, quote, the school will fill the place now occupied by the church, end quote, volume 1, page 27. This is a rival religion. What kinds of fruit has it produced? By their fruits you shall know them, Jesus said. Moral problems in the public schools. The public schools are full of moral problems. There are reasons for this. The primary reason, hidden to the public, is that secular humanism is a religion of destruction, the destruction of Christianity, and therefore the destruction of everything that Christianity has made possible, meaning Western civilization. But this destructive side of secular humanism is never discussed in public by humanist educators. Most of the people the public sees probably do not even recognise this side of humanism. Marxists do, and radical atheists do, but not your average teacher. The secondary reason why the schools have moral problems is that the modern philosophy of education denies that there are any permanent moral standards. They teach this philosophy very well, the students learn it, and as they mature, they begin to act in terms of it. Suicide. The most common cause of death, other than accidents among students in the United States, is suicide. The students find no reason to live. Humanism destroys meaning and purpose. If there is no God, who judges men finally in terms of his eternal standards of right and wrong, then where is man to discover purpose? If mankind is going to die when the sun dies, or the universe dies, then what is the meaning of life? Meaning has to be found in something that is greater than life on earth if it is to have any authority over the affairs of life. But humanism denies any final or present authority to any process or being that is beyond evolutionary processes in this world. Why would schools today need extensive counselling about death? I think the answer lies in the humanist religion of the public schools. The children have not been taught to face the real world. For the real world is a world of death. It brings the death of men, and it will eventually bring the death of man. The death of man. Evolutionist's teach. The humanist has his faith in man with a capital M. He puts his trust in chariots, in princes, in earthly things. He therefore puts his trust in death. Man who dies. Drugs. The drug problem is a common one in the public schools. The answer to the problem has generally been to provide quote, drug education unquote courses. The problem only gets worse. The students probably already know more about drugs than their teachers. The problem is not a lack of knowledge. The problem is a lack of godly faith. The public schools are trying to save the children through knowledge. The Bible says that quote, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. End quote. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7. This is why drug education is not the answer to the drug problem. The same can be said about cigarette smoking. The rapper says plainly, quote, The Surgeon General has determined that cigarette smoking is harmful to your health, End quote. But people keep right on smoking. Teenage pregnancy. Teenage pregnancy is a major problem in the government schools. The humanist answer? Sex education classes become part of the curriculum. Birth control devices are made available to the students. Abortion is promoted. Is the problem solved? No. The reason is that the secular public schools are not working on the solution. The solution is biblical. The message of Christ's faithfulness to his church and a man's faithfulness to his wife. The solution is sex within marriage, taught as an explicitly biblical religious principle. This biblical principle is to be taught and enforced by the church, excommunication, taught and enforced by the state, laws against polygamy and adultery, and taught and enforced by the family. But the public schools are not teaching this biblical principle. They are, quote, religiously neutral, by law. They teach anti-biblical principles of human sexuality. They are a big part of the problem themselves. Humanism won't solve the problem, because humanism is not true. Pragmatism One of the popular philosophies of our day is pragmatism. Pragmatism is the idea that if something works, it is true. But what do they mean, works? By what standard do they determine if something really works? You see, they are not neutral. They have a doctrine of good and bad, acceptable and unacceptable, hidden behind their, quote, neutral, unquote, pragmatism. Jesus said, quote, By their fruits ye shall know them, end quote. Christianity is true, and it produces good fruits. We don't believe it because it produces good fruits. We believe it because God has revealed truth to us. If pragmatists were consistent, they would embrace Christianity because Christianity works. They don't embrace Christianity. Pragmatists in the public schools are so blinded by their official philosophy of neutrality that they cannot officially judge whether something works. But they do in reality. We all do. But they do so on the basis of a taxpayer-financed lie, the theory of neutrality. Work ethic. The moral climate of the government schools carries over into academics. In the very beginning, God instituted work, Genesis 2. It is central to man's life on earth. God placed Adam in the Garden of Eden. He told him to dress the garden and keep it. Adam was to have dominion over the earth. When Adam sinned, the Lord cursed Adam's work because that was at the centre of his existence. What has been called the, quote, Protestant work ethic, unquote, is basic to all human progress. School is an important preparation for man's task of subduing the earth. It involves work at school and work, called homework, at home. Humanistic education has downplayed the idea of work. Even some book titles reflect the idea that school should be easy. Remember, fun with Dick and Jane. This bias against work is seen in the report cards and promotion practices of the schools. Letter and number grades have given place to vague terms such as satisfactory and unsatisfactory. I was always intrigued with needs improvement. After all, who doesn't? We have had serious grade inflation in the government schools. The result has been graduates who expect everything in life to be easy. They don't want to do yard work because that is, quote, too sweaty, unquote. Many of our young people are unemployed even when there are, quote, help-wanted, signs all over the place. A loss of vision. The whole idea of progress comes from a religious belief that God is in control and that he wants man to subdue the earth and have dominion over it. Without meaning and purpose in the universe, man is reduced to the level of an animal struggling merely to survive. Even bare survival is questioned by some, there is no way that government schools can produce over any period of time with their humanistic foundation. It is a foundation of sand and cannot sustain a civilization. What is the real purpose of the public schools? Are they merely babysitting institutions? The best they can come up with is that they want to train young people to be quote, good citizens, unquote. What is meant by good? Is it merely to get along with one's fellow man? If that is the case, then they are not doing very well. A public school philosopher said that we are uncertain where we are going and why we are doing what we are doing. This fairly well sums it up. The reason the secularized government schools can function at all is that they are not always consistent with their own premises. They are still influenced by the culture around them. God restrains the evil of man. He never allows us to live as wickedly as we wish. There is a better way, that is, through the Christian school. Summary The power religion has been at war with God's dominion religion from the beginning. We see it best illustrated in Bible history in the book of Exodus. The Pharaoh was the manifestation of power religion. When the state becomes the educator, it must adopt one aspect of the power religion people are compelled to send their children into non-neutral schools. In our day, this has meant that Christian parents have been forced to finance the indoctrination of most children, including their own, with a rival religion, the humanist religion of evolutionism. A war is going on that Christians have begun to recognise only in the last two decades. This has threatened the public schools as nothing has threatened them in American history. Yet, the majority of Christian voters still do not recognise the nature of the religious battle, nor the moral issue of compulsory attendance. In summary, 1. Egyptian religion was power religion. 2. They believed the state is the agency of salvation. 3. Paul called the Greeks of Athens religious. 4. Modern education is Greek, supposedly based on neutral reason. 5. John Dewey wanted humanist religion in the public schools and only humanist religion. 6. Modern education is based on the lowest common denominator principle. 7. Evolution has replaced creation as the explanation of origins. 8. Evolution also has replaced the doctrine of God's providence with the gospel of science-controlled evolution. 9. Students are taught to respect the state, the new sovereign over our world. 10. The myth of neutrality is the legal basis of public education. 11. Neutrality is a myth. 12. Therefore, the public schools are caught in a dilemma. They need neutrality, yet they cannot get it if everything is relative as they teach. 13. The public schools are at war with Christianity. The
1: Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts,